everybody, welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 175. Yeah. Numbers yeah. Oh, well, they go up. Mm-hmm. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. We're back. Yeah. Another another movie to watch. Yeah, that's what we do. We we do and we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched 2011's The Chaperone. Yeah, we did. Yep. Um, it's a wrestling movie. Sure. <laughs> it's a wrestler movie. Yeah. Singular. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mr. Triple H. Uh huh. The, the man, the man who runs the WWE at this point. Right. He he was in this movie. Yep, sure was. One, one of his few, like Blade Trinity, and I think there's one other movie that he's in. He didn't go full on. I'm gonna make a bunch of movies. Which is weird because he's okay. Yeah, I mean, like compar- he's surprisingly com- decent at acting. Yeah, comparatively speaking to some other wrestlers, he's yeah. not he's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if this was like during a time when he was rehabbing or something. It was just like, give me something to do. You know? right. So, uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is directed by Stephen Herrick, who you might know as the director of things like Critters and the first Bill and Ted movie mm-hmm. and the Mighty Ducks and yep. Mr. Holland's Opus and lots of things. Yep. Uh, don't don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah, that too. That hot banger. <laughs> That's a great movie. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> dishes are done, man. So, um, I don't know. This movie kind of gives you an idea of what it's about on the poster, but it's not that really. It it seems like it's it seems like it's going to be like a dumbed-down kindergarten cop kind of thing, like he's a tough guy and now uh-oh, kids. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not really that. It's almost it's like a family version of that rock movie faster. <laughs> I mean, it starts literally the same way. He's a, he's a getaway driver and gets out of jail, except that when he gets out of jail, he's not on a murderous rampage. He's on a rampage to reach his kid. <laughs> right. And his wife. Yeah. It's uh, well, I mean, it's, it's weird because they treat it like he went away to prison and his kids never known him. But then they're like, hey, your kid's 15 and you've been in prison seven years. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, no, she th- they know each other. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you have memories by the time you're eight or seven or whatever. You know, it's like it's just real weird because they keep this whole movie plays it like she's not even going to remember him or doesn't even know him. And, you know, it's like, n- no, <laughs> like. Well, depending on the child, some children just go into a fugue state and it's I, like, no, I don't. Who are you? I, I don't. guess. But, you know, he's like he's been doing nothing but reading in prison and trying to better himself. And his way of doing that is like his name is Ray Broadstone, Bradstone. Brad, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Broad, Broad Street. I don't know. <laughs> Broad uh-huh, Church. Yep. Broad um, Church. <laughs> but yeah, he was known as Ray Ray, whatever. And now he's just Ray because yep. he's grown up now. And that is that is a running joke throughout the film that is never once funny. No, not at all. I'm just pointing it out. And so like he's he's like he's been reading all these heady books, mm-hmm. but then he like calls into like this like low rent local Dr. Phil lady, you know, where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just, you know, like she just seems you can use a better example than Dr. No, Phil cause, well, because she's all folksy and bullshit, too. She's just like, oh, honey, you're going to be fine. You just got to find your inner strength and everything. And you're just, you know, it's like it's this dumb folksy bullshit. It's like, 
Okay, and you know, apparently he calls her like once a week and is like a regular on the show. So it's like there's they this... put him right through every time. Yeah. He's got a he's got an instant on as soon as he calls in. Right, but you know, uh, she's got this. You know, she's got books and everything. So it's like it's weird because it's like he's quoting like you know like there's a big thing about the art of war probably because it's like uh you know pub- fucking public domain you know but it's like <laughs> you know like he's quoting that but then he's like he's listening to this like folksy like quasi philosophical radio lady you know it's just mm-hmm. like all right okay um but yeah he gets home and everyone's just like all, all the people that like his family is like oh fuck off like no you you don't deserve anything and then his old crime buddies who's like um what's his name uh kevin corrigan kevin corrigan yeah yeah Who's just like, hey, come do crimes again. You were the best. And real sorry about that. And he steals his car. He's just like, you know, he's, you know, he's got a shitty, you know. He does. He immediately commits a crime. He steals yeah. Kevin Corgan's car. Well, which is like, I mean, can I drive? Can you really steal from a criminal who probably also stole the car? I mean, I don't Absolutely you know. Absolutely not. But. No. Uh, but anyway, you know, so it's just like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with crimes. Don't fucking come around again, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, then he's like. Well, I really want to be a part of my daughter's life. And his daughter's uh, Ariel, one of her from Modern Family. Um, yes. And then his wife is, uh, what's her face? Uh, Annabeth Gish. Yeah. It's just like, this movie's weird because it's just like, it's full of that guys and people. There's a lot of people in this. Yeah. And then like her new almost husband is uh, Enrico. Uh, I'm not even going to try it. Uh-huh. Colatoni. Colatoni. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Veronica Mars fucking what what was that news something uh, the newsroom no what was he on the fucking what was that show oh he was on just shoot just me. shoot me yeah it was like it's about a fucking paper wasn't it <laughs> like yeah. uh it was a fashion magazine okay, okay whatever yeah. but yeah he was he, you know he's been around he's and he's Galaxy the lead Quest, alien yeah. in Galaxy yeah, Quest yeah yeah that is right um mm-hmm. but yeah so it's just like <laughs> it's full of people for like no particular reason it seems like like it's 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 weird because like is there a reason like it doesn't really further the movie like there's no reason to go get people for these parts because they're not super important none of them are really doing anything to merit that actor being that, cast that's what in I mean. that role yeah but it was at least nice to like every almost everybody in this was like oh okay you yeah all right fine i guess i don't know they all had a, a went a three week break and they wanted to hang out with triple H <laughs> sure I guess I don't know but Pro- it's just this was probably around the time that the WWE studios thing was launching mm-hmm. and people were kind of intrigued by it and maybe you're like maybe this will take off if I get in with them then maybe I'll be part of the rotation of yeah bankable actors you know maybe they'll bring me in the ring for a surprise appearance <laughs> yes maybe I'll get to guest host yeah. raw or some somebody of that with a belt or something yeah yeah <laughs> The um, fans love Kevin Corrigan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they're clamoring for. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're just like, you can't have anything to do with her. And also she's just like, I don't want anything to do with you. And it's like, also, you don't even have a job, do you? And then, and, you know, it's just me like, he can't get a job because he's just like, he's too honest. He's like, well, I'm the next con. I just got out. And they're like, mm, pass. Yeah, he um, almost gets hired like three places, and mm-hmm. it's it's just like, well, I was in jail, you know, and they're like, <laughs> rubber stamp, what? no, no. <laughs> um, so then eventually he's just like, well, I need money, so I guess back to crimes. <laughs> well, someone burns his apartment down, right? And then he's like, my whole life was in there. Time to crime. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, fine, I'll drive your car. We'll do a bank job. Yeah. And it's just, it's this really dumb setup, like, they're pulling the bank heist, and he's sitting in the car, in the getaway car, and, like, his his daughter's, like, middle school field trip bus is, like, across the street, and he's just staring at it, like, I can't do crimes. 
<laughs> I feel too guilty. And well, he's already burst onto campus once right, to yeah. try to talk to his kid, and then he breaks up a fight, mm-hmm. and that's when the art of war gets quoted. <laughs> yeah, which also like yeah. the teacher is Yeardley Smith. Like it's just yeah. it's like I said, it's just it's so fucking weird that it's like it's these people, mm-hmm. but. You know, she's just she's like, like, oh, I've never met you before. Why yeah. don't you chaperone your kid's trip tomorrow? And he's like, all right, then. Oh, and the daughter intervenes. It's just like, he's like, yeah, I was in federal. And she's like, government. You know, he was mm-hmm. like doing like, you know, anti-terrorist stuff. And that's why he's been away for like his own years. Anyway, got to go. And then, yeah, she's <laughs> like, we're, we're short of chaperone. And he's like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And immediately the daughter's like, no, like, if you come, I will fucking hate you forever. Even more than yeah. I do now. It's like, okay. So yeah, it's just it's Whatever. just the, it becomes this dumb coincidence where he's just like, no, I'm gonna walk away from the crime, and then like just goes and gets on the bus and is like, I'm here to chaperone anyway. Let's go, and mm-hmm. of course they come out and like, where's the driver? I mean, it's so dumb because they all just like get in the car and don't notice that. Like, how do you not fucking notice Triple H is missing? Like, it's just yeah, like, yeah. They all get in the car and they're like, go. Why aren't you going? That's like, like please taking drive. A, taking a trip to China, just being like. Was there a wall here? Like, like, I mean, how fucking unobservant do you have to be? Just like, well, okay. Let me say this. I, I feel like Triple H's character s- sets this movie into motion wrongly because he, when he gets out of the car, he takes the keys and throws them in the bushes. And if he had just left the keys in the ignition, mm-hmm. the one dude in the front seat would have just slid over and they would have driven away and that would have been the end of it. Right. So Triple H kind of fucks himself on this because yeah. what happens is so he's just like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. He he gets out, throws the keys in the, in the bushes and just goes and gets on the bus like I'm the chaperone. I'm here. Mm-hmm. The one guy who's carrying the duffel bag of money runs over to the bus because he's being chased because the cops have shown up and he throws the duffel bag into the well, he just luggage trips. compartment. He just trips in like, oh, I lost the bag. And anyway, cops right. here got to go. And so and like, the, the weird stoned they bus literally driver. Have auto. That's like even weirder because like the dude's basically fucking auto. And it's like you've got Yardley Smith in the movie like on the bus. And it's just yeah. like, I don't know what they were going for it's, with that. It's weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the bag of money ends up on the bus yeah. and they catch the one. Well, they catch the one guy by hitting them with a police car mm-hmm. and and then the other two are convinced that this was a huge setup by Triple H and that guy. And so it's now it's time to go hunt down Triple H and kill him. Uh, all right. This is as good a point as any to bring this up. But like, according to IMDb, this movie is rated PG-13. And I'm like, this movie could be rated fucking G. Like, it, this movie continually goes out of its way to like not curse and use like, it's so weird. Like, it's so unbelievably sanitized like it's it's it's, probably the gun peril there are a couple of moments where kids are running and screaming from like there's a gunman in the bathroom and it's probably that we were super sensitive around that time but yeah there's no it's just weird because it's like like i said it's like they they continually like duty and crap their way out of everything like it's really bizarre like it's just it's not even that it's it's that there aren't really any opportunities to curse like there's there's no the, the thing that I was worried about this movie being like a kindergarten cop movie was like, here's a kid who eats his farts and, you know, here's one who uses boogers to make art and mm-hmm. shit like that. And none of the kids are like that. They all like normal out pretty quickly. Right. Um, and actually become pretty good kids at the end of this. Well, they're also, they're also middle schoolers and not kindergartners. <laughs> I mean, that right. kind of helps. I know. That they like, you know, have a personality yeah. beyond eating farts and, you know, But maybe just crying. the whole like crimes yeah you know i don't know like i said it's just it's, there's some home alone violence towards be, the end because and, it, like that's totally this movie's really strange because all right so th- th- that's the thing is like there's a lot going on in this movie like a lot of characters 
Uh-huh. None of them are given a whole lot of screen time besides Triple H and his daughter. That's like basically it. And then like a little bit of the you know the, uh, Kevin Corrigan guy sort of. But it's just like his thing is just like, I'm evil and I'm, uh, you know, I'm your friend, but also not your friend. And like, I'm really sorry about getting you in jail, but also, hey, fuck you. You did your time. And, you know, I didn't. So it's just like he's very basic one note. Like, you know, just. Yeah. Um, it's like but, they keep they, they keep having all these characters that you think are going to be major characters. Like there's two mm-hmm. detectives, that's and, what I was getting you, to. You know, like, like Annabeth Gish's boyfriend who is proposing to her, mm-hmm. and you know, Yeardley Smith has another dude on the trip who is in love with her, mm-hmm. and he gets a moment of advice from Triple H. There's just all these like, is this character going to become important at some point? Because no, like the movie really. is treating all of these other people equally. It's weird. Yeah. And I, none of them get a moment of just like, I'm a main character now. It's just, they're all window dressing. It's strange. Yeah. Where I was, where I was going with that was like, okay, so the dude gets hit with the car and like the two uh-huh. cops go and see him. And like, he is so like kids movie acting. Like I got hit on the head <laughs> that I thought it was just like, he was doing a bit like, you know, like, Oh, I hit on the head and I can't talk or confess to anything. Cause woo birdies, <laughs> you know, but like he, that legit like was happening because he's just like bus field trip new orleans middle school i don't know <laughs> words that are gonna get you there so it's just like it's so fucking stupid because they're like okay i guess we need to go to new orleans and follow this bus like yeah also i want to point out that like i never had fucking field trips like this like to go to another city like you know there was a class trip where like you know if we did like if you were in um fucking safety patrol like hall monitors basically you got to go to washington dc that was like your uh-huh. reward for doing it all fucking year but like uh-huh. never went on one goddamn field trip where you stayed overnight somewhere like in a different city like not fucking once like <laughs> um we did for band really yeah. uh, we, we went to nashville for a week well this is just like a class trip this is like this is not yeah, even like, a, like a you know special club or something you know this is like a spider-man you know like you know homecoming thing well, where it's like oh you get to go to dc because you're in you know debate club or whatever it is this this is lafayette louisiana oh. home of all the money sure yeah so thanks <laughs> thanks general lafayette it was just an excuse to get kids to New Orleans because it was cheap to shoot in New Orleans. Sure. But anyway, so like he's on the bus and of course, like before they get out of town, like they're in like they go and steal some, the, the bad guys go and steal a car because like two of two. There were three robbers and one getaway driver. The one guy like, you know, took the money and ran. And um, <laughs> um, but like got hit by the car. The other two are just like, oh, fucking rue the day, Triple H. And then, yep. of course, like the bus passes and they're like, hey. And so they, you know, because he's sitting right there. Right. So like, you know, now they notice him, but like, they're like, oh, they're, you know, of course, they stupidly put a thing on the bus. that's like going to New Orleans. Woo. New Orleans yeah. are bust. And then this like, middle school loves New Orleans. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. And it's weird because like every time it dips into like, quote unquote, reality, like it just quickly dips back out because they call the school and it's like, yeah, in 2011, we did shit like this where like they're like, hey, my uh, niece forgot her. <laughs> backpack and they're like we can't give out itinerary information to just random people you're gonna have to like come in and prove who you are and they're like yeah well i'm a lawyer and eventually the guy's like oh yeah they're staying at the sheridan which is funny because like i i'm almost i'm like 99 percent positive that's the hotel i stayed in when i stayed in new orleans overnight one time like i'm okay. I'm, I'm like <laughs> when they pulled up to that front of that hotel i was like wait <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's actually the hotel i stayed in but oh so this movie has a personal connection yeah. um but nice yeah uh Anyway, like, so 
they follow him and then it's just like this series of like triple h still kept the phone like they they were like hey this is modern times like you know if the cops oh, yeah, are coming like, he, like he, you know you they, can just they call left us. him the phone and said if there's a problem hit call right and he just pocketed the phone and has it yeah so so, so of course he just kevin corrigan calls him and is like hey i want my money and he's like i don't have your money and he's like yeah well it's on the bus and he's like oh okay i'll go fucking get your money and then the whole rest of the movie is just him trying to give the money back and like stupid coincidence <laughs> happening you know that's what's funny is that every turn triple h is just like here come take the money and they're yeah. like we're not falling for that he's like no i don't want it i'm looking right at it it's a bag of money just come get it i don't want this yeah like he's, he's just, like nah he's meet standing... us at the wharf and do the thing and yeah. like the first time it's just like i'm gonna stand on the corner outside the hair the share hotel like just come meet me and like they're across the street coming to meet him and like the two detectives go in the hotel lobby and they're like you fucking set us up uh and, and mm-hmm. you know and so he's just like no here money come fucking take money leave me alone go away yeah. don't bother me ever again so of course mm-hmm. and, you know all these dumb coincidences happen to the eventually like you're not gonna get us again and we're gonna kidnap your kid and you know insurance and stuff and right you know so like they kidnap the kid and then she gets away and then they're like because like Triple H is like fine, you can have me. Just let her go, and and then like the, then it becomes like this dumb Home Alone thing where the kids are like, we've got to go save Triple H. Like we respect him. Like he was an authoritarian figure, and he stuff. yelled at us. And yeah. Now we respect him, right? And so like, yeah, there's there's half a minute where like the kids are just doing dumb kid things on the bus, just throwing paper at each other, and he's just like, all right, I'm the chaperone. I am the law, <laughs> and everyone just shuts the hell up and. Right. And from then on, everyone's like, I heard he's a secret agent. I've, he's a Navy SEAL. He, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so then the kids are like, we got to save Triple H. It's the right thing to do. And it's just, and hey, it, it's, I came to New Orleans to buy M80s. I have a backpack full of M80s. <laughs> it's just this dumb, like, half-assed Home Alone thing where it's just like these kids barely have been given a personality in this movie at all. And then we're like, well, shift the one focus. kid likes, likes war. <laughs> right. Yeah, the one kid's like, I like, you know, firecrackers and I've read the cliff notes of uh, Art of War. The other one's like, I am super hacker kid and I can do anything. And then there's like, you know, reads a lot dreamboat kid that like Ariel uh-huh. Winter is into and it's just like okay you know like this is your castigers and then there's just like this dumb like oh my god I came to get collagen in New Orleans and you know <laughs> and it's just like I've got fucking weird duck lips for the rest of the movie you know but like it's just like and you know it's just okay so, it's look dumb. so I I, I I want to say people maybe who are unfamiliar with with overnight school trips and stuff like that may not think this is believable, but I swear to God, every time we had any kind of trip like this, we were trying to scout out any way to escape and go find the dumb thing near the hotel and like do the weird, like, Oh, we can sneak in here and there's a guy who will sell us cigarettes or, you know, just some just dumb kid bullshit. Go see a dead body kind of adventure. You're thinking you're going to get into and it never works out, but Mm. we all did it. Like we all were like, okay, you will distract him at this time and then we will at dinner we'll sneak out and we'll go over here and we'll go see a movie or something <laughs> just we all did it so all right yeah it happens okay. but yeah everyone's just boiled down to their base character trait of yeah but they... war, war boy fashion girl hot guy mm-hmm. but yeah they tracker kid they they yeah they basically yeah oh yeah and he like fucking matrices into like their cell phone to like find them at one point in time and it's just like where do you think they were like near the wharf district in hand they're like there it is there was a call like i i love that like the notion this movie's notion is that like 
hey, where about did they call and when about did they call? And he's yeah. like, near the 30 wharf, minutes ago, about 30, near this area, <laughs> about 30 minutes ago. They're like one call, one call right here. And it's like, no, <laughs> like there's a lot of people in New Orleans. And, um, there would be a lot more cell phone calls uh-huh. and you don't know the number. You know, so, like, hey, he wrote his thesis and sent it to the CIA or whatever dumb shit he says. Right. <laughs> But yeah, they home alone their way in and rescue Triple H, including like throwing fucking Mardi Gras beads and like Wah! at one point in time. Like, <laughs> all right, look, that is the single lowest point of this movie is when they when they throw the beads for the guy to slip on. Up until that point, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was you know shooting off fireworks and making you think that oh, there's people with guns over here. But then it's just like ha beads. <laughs> yeah. Whoop. <laughs> Like that, that's, Might as well just thrown out a banana peel. Like one kid just loves bananas and is like, now's my time to shine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. And happy ending because like, you know, he gets cleared to the crime because like they also like, you know, turned their headsets into wires and were recording slash called the radio show like while it was happening. Oh, when Triple H was tied up, the phone yeah. falls out of his pocket and dials the radio show, which, mm-hmm. of course, that's what phones do. Right. Never. Uh, <laughs> but they're like, oh, breaking news. There's a live crime going on. Let's listen in. Yeah. Ray Ray's doing something. Because, of course, but, he, he, he because he had his fingerprints on the car keys that he tossed. They were like, oh, right. you were part of the crime. So, you know, that's- yeah, because the movie does the predictable thing of like, OK, he bonds with Ariel Winter. He's cool because he goes to the record store is like you got any frank sinatra or led zeppelin or then whatever the third person is who mm-hmm. uh ariel winters into and the guy's like nice choice blanco Nino." <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> this this record store guy is instantly just like excellent you know yeah. your stuff <laughs> mad respect bro mad respect so he's bonded with Ariel Winter and then he's like, I gotta go take a shit and leaves and like she looks up the television and there's his mugshot like he did a crime today and she's like, You lied to me, you're of a course jerk. he did. Mm. <laughs> Leopard never changes its spots, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they, they do that whole thing and then everything's okay at the end. Okay, so the only thing I don't like about this ending is that so there there have been a couple of cutbacks to Annabeth Gish and her goofy boyfriend and her goofy boyfriend isn't it's one of those movies where he's not a bad guy. He's just kind of goofy. He's a doctor. He can't figure out a universal remote. He's planned this elaborate proposal ceremony that doesn't get to happen because she finds out that Ray's in New Orleans with a kid and things have gone bad. But the the dumb thing this movie does at the end where it's just like now he gets Annabeth Gish back and it's like there's no rhyme or reason or call for this whatsoever. Like nothing in the movie has been about getting her back. It's just been about reconnecting with his kid. That is unearned and unnecessary. And it's just like, let's just dump on that other guy for no reason. Movies do this all the time. And it drives me nuts where they just introduce a character who's through no fault of his own has to just get cast aside because oh, right. another yeah, yeah. person has returned. Sure. Um, uh, it's funny because like I <clears throat> they look so similar and I always confuse them. But the lady in Twister is basically the same character. And oh, <laughs> like like, uh, yeah, like Bill Paxton's new wife or girlfriend or whatever is like the same thing it's like there's absolutely nothing wrong with her in fact she's Mm -hmm. the same one going like you really want to go fucking chase a storm but then it's just like oh well cast cast you aside because i gotta get back with helen hunt and right i don't remember what's her name jb gertz like it's just like they yes annabeth gish and her like look similar and it's just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like for half a second i confused the two and you know it was funny because like they're the same fucking character (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah um yeah, I don't know. Like that's 
that's the thing. I, I guess I don't really have anything else. I mean, it's a pretty basic ass movie. Like if uh-huh. you've seen a movie, it's this is one. It's 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 one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that that brings me to my rating, and okay. I feel like this movie. This movie doesn't excel at anything that it does. Like, there's no... Triple H does not wreck anybody. There's, like, two fights that are over super quick. You're kind of expecting, like, oh, he's Triple H. He's going to murder people, but that never happens. Mm-hmm. There's not, like, any stunts that are exceptional. There's some There's some bus driving and cars, like, getting out of the way of the bus that are, you know, oh, stunts. But... Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing start to finish this movie does that's exceptional in any way. However, there's also nothing this movie does that's embarrassing in any way. It's 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 one of the most middle of the road movies I can think of. I was totally fine with it. It's just when I think back on it, it's like that. There's nothing. The things I take away from that movie is Triple H is OK as an actor. This movie is fine. I smiled a couple of times, but there's no dialogue that really was just like, haha, that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just there. I was fine when it was on, and now that it's over, I won't think about it again. But it was, it's totally fine. Again, yeah, I, I hate to keep going back to my whole Chuck Fine thing, but it's fine. You can watch it. It's not offensive. It's not, it's not annoying. Like I said, I appreciate that the kids kind of just are normal kids at the end of this. They kind of just snap into, let's do some good. Let's solve this. Let's, you know, they're not just awful, terrible kids. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, even the one who had to sneak away to get collagen in her lips or whatever is still the one who sneaks out to the bus and calls the police and demands that they come and, and stop the crimes that are happening. So they, they kind of redeem everybody. It's totally fine. One jocks. It's it, it's a fine, normal motion picture that's not offensive. Hmm. Well, that being <laughs> said. <laughs> well, uh, I, you know. This is determination jocks, and I got two words for you. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting for that. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I my problem with this is that it is just so generic. Like, I mean, it's it's weird because. On the one hand, you could do something that would appeal to parents more and amp up the crime a little bit. I mean, you went ahead and you gave this movie a fucking PG-13 rating, so there's no reason to be as safe as you're being. Like, there is, you know, if Uh if this was some cautionary, like, oh, people have guns, PG-13, then fucking lean into it. Like, you know, you've already, like, you've already alienated some younger audience anyway, so, like, don't play it so fucking... I mean... To me, this is a perfect example of what the fuck is wrong with WWE as a whole. I mean, mm-hmm. because it's just so like, well, playing it safe. This isn't satisfying to literally anyone. Like, this is just <laughs> so like, kids are going to be like, I can watch better, goofy, like zoink boom movies than this because this is so like, you're not my dad anymore, dad. Like, it's dumb drama more so than like home aloneness or kid goofiness like you know it's not it's not a fucking sandlot situation you bear these kids barely have any like personality whatsoever and mm-hmm. then for parents it's just like well that was fucking goofy and then they like banana peeled some mardi gras beads and boop zing boing and yeah i mean it's it's like it's fine but it's also like that's what makes it not fine because it's just like 
why like this is this is like one of those things where it just makes me angry because like why the fuck does this exist like who the who is this for like it's it's so safe on either side that it's just it's boring as shit and yeah it's not like i not like i hated it i was just like man this shit's like an hour and 45 minutes like fucking hell like you know like i know what this is about like hour and 20 at max like you know like this is like an easy thing and you know you're 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 going for short attention span kids you know like uh-huh. i mean like this is a weird thing and two jo- or two bags i mean not jocks bags <laughs> you know i it's just it's boring and it's generic and it's ugh. like and yeah well it's okay it's flavored so, with salt <laughs> like it's just like mm, <laughs> that's spicy that may, well that made me think of one more thing um so there's there's a weird bit of very outdated sort of gay panic in this where mm-hmm. people keep trying to tr- hug triple h oh yeah there are and, two weird jokes that like are well like, the movie ends on a prison rape joke it like does, they yes. go out on a prison rape joke which is really i i actually wrote that that was my only note i was like wow really a prison rape joke that's how you're going out like ha because uh at the end triple h for some reason gets to take over that lady's radio show <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and use her slogans it's really strange he's just he's well, basically she's, her, she's like except, standing in the doorway like all right you know way to go like yeah it's it's bizarre it's like he's just doing you like he's using all your phrases and everything this is why are you excited about this but um there's also a weird boner joke because like when the the other dude exactly, like yeah. goes to like you know get the advice about you know courting yearly smith it's like yep. he hugs him and is like that better be your fanny pack <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah he's he's on the radio at the end and kevin corrigan calls him from jail and he's just like, I can't handle this, man. What's what? What should I do? What's what's your advice? And he's like, uh, better sleep with your back against the jail cell. Uh, zoing, boop, credits. You know, it's like what? Yep. <laughs> that's hey, Peter, man, watch out for your cornhole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically the last line of dialogue in the movie. Is watch out for your cornhole. <laughs> Fucking a! I think I think the they were cruising along with the G, and then like the rating system was like, "Whoa, prison rape, PG thirteen. The fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to make note that that was my one note on this movie was, "Huh, a prison rape joke." <laughs> yeah, I... kids love that. <laughs> Some of that hot degeneration X humor making its way into the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh well, poor Triple H. Yeah, I'd... he's got he's got one other movie. Oh yeah, what's that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that sounds good. I'll watch I just, that. <laughs> it's it's hard looking through his filmography because everyone treats him like an actor mm-hmm. for all the wrestling appearances. So it's just it's just pages and pages of like, and then he was on this Raw, and then he was on this Smack, and I was like, Christ. So he's in this and Blade Trinity and one other movie, uh, uh, Inside Out, I think, with Parker Posey <laughs> and. Wait, uh, Michael Rapaport, I think, <laughs> which we also have. We'll watch that eventually. But uh, isn't that the name of that Pixar movie? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Just making sure. I'm like, am I crazy? Like, no. WWE. He was in fucking out Inside first. Out. Inside Out. <laughs> yes, starring Triple H. <laughs> huh. uh, oh well. Yeah. What a what is what a thing. It's mm-hmm. uh, ooh. Yeah, it was a thing. So it is completed. Uh, hey, thanks for thanks for being patrons and making the show happen. And you can be a patron if you go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us a dollar. And then we'll do this. 
<laughs> well, it's a little late because we just did this. So. Well, we'll do, we'll do another one of these. Oh, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll do this again from memory. We'll, <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> oh, good. We'll that's, just do one more of these. That's going to go well because I remember so much about the chaperone from last night to now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. There was this part, this whole side plot that happened. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that, that was, there was that, and that then some of this, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just like the ending of The Chaperone, we're also over. <laughs> yes, we are. This episode is done. So uh, we'll be back next time with another movie, a, a hot banger that you can enjoy with us. And uh, we'll talk about it. So until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bearcast Extra Out. <laughs>